Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. I'm Mari, as you know, and happy Tuesday. Here we are once again. I am so excited. We have a huge show tonight. Thank you all for calling in. I can see you all filling up the phone lines. And why is this show so big? It's because we have one of my most favorite authors, mentors, someone who has helped me without even knowing me uh, through his books and through his work for many, many years um, in both my career and my personal life. And his name is James Van Prague. We are, um, he's an internationally acclaimed medium and we're going to be talking all about mediumship tonight and how to get the messages from your loved ones who have passed away into spirit. And, you know, this is our second show in our new Get the Message series. So we're doing a series of shows all about getting messages, um, getting divine guidance. Last week we did getting messages from your angels. Today we're going to be doing it, getting messages from the other side. We'll be doing some other um, shows as well with animal communications, getting messages from your animals, and several other ones that I'm planning. I'm not going to even mention them right now because we're sort of still in the planning stages of them. But I'm really excited about this particular show because I, if you have ever lost someone, um, someone's passed away prematurely or maybe it's a parent um, or a friend or a loved one, it is one of the most comforting things to be able to communicate with them in some way um, while they, you know, when they're in this new form after, you know, death of the, the actual physical body. And this is something that for me was very personal because when my fiance passed away many, many years ago, um, I felt like his presence, you know, I felt like he was there, like he was trying to connect with me still and he had so we had so much more to do together we were sort of in the midst of projects and he was in entertainment and I was in entertainment and all these things we had all these plans and they seemed to sort of stop um but in a, but then they didn't and in fact my desire and this pull I felt this pull and I felt like I was getting signs and and you know like sometimes he felt like he was like right around me or I feel a brush across my face or I'd have like a a dream or something about him I'd get the goosebumps I get all kinds of signs um it drew me forward to this career I literally started going from medium to medium to medium trying to understand and how to try to trying to speak with him and he basically every medium that I went to would say oh well you can do this and he wants to speak 
to you directly. And I was like, that can't possibly be, you know. But step by step, long story short, um, I ended up taking a meeting class and just being able to read everybody in the room. And, you know, thus the Mari was born <laughs> as far as this career is concerned. And it led to the angels and all these other things that I'm I'm teaching now. But what I wanted to say is that the process is amazing. Um, whether you believe in it or you don't believe in it, it doesn't really matter because it's happening anyway. And I am really, really honored um, to have James on tonight. I'm not even going to do housekeeping because there are so many of you calling in. I'm going to just give you the number and then we're going to say hi to James. It's 347 215 Nine four eight five. That's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. If you'd like to call in and see if you can get um, a question in. So James, hi. How are you tonight? Hi, Mari. How are you? I am so excited to have you on the show. You have no idea. And um, I don't. No, I'm, it's thrilling, and I don't go through formal bios. It's all, it's all your bio. I have everywhere, so I think most people know. But you uh, are. If they don't know me, that's that's uh, well, they'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> and you are New York Times best-selling author many times over, and you're a medium to the stars, and you know all kinds of. And I'm Jennifer Love Hewitt without the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I created Ghost Whisper, the TV show, so people probably recognize that. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> You've done so much stuff, which is amazing because there's there's two two um, points here. One is, you know, of course, from the mediumship side that we're all listening in is, you know, wanting to hear from our loved ones in spirit. But the other is that you're an extraordinarily successful spiritual entrepreneur. And, you know, to take something like mediumship with so many people are listening, our light workers, quote unquote, we call ourselves whatever we, I call them enlightened entrepreneurs, Love you know, mm-hmm. people feel like, as a medium, you know, talking to dead people. <laughs> right, right. Well, we're all mediums, aren't we? We're all we're all using that energy, which I believe is that we have the light energy, the God energy, the God force, that creative force, whatever we want to use, what term. But we're all mediums in our own right, and some are just dialed into different stations. I'm dialed in to the spirit world, and then other people are, are dialed into business practices and accounting and legal work or housekeeping. It's just all using that creative force and letting it unravel as it's meant to as your soul makeup really amazing and and it's it's it, that's a really good way of putting it i like that um let's talk a little bit about how you got started just i always like to sort of get a, a little bit of a foundation and then we're going to start rolling with all the questions okay and- great and then i think just a comment if i could mario on your introduction of yourself and your own journey which i found was fascinating and enlightening and beautiful and i just got to commend you for doing what you're doing and one thing you commented on about the death of your fiance and many times people don't realize that but um when death occurs around them Many times it is that impetus to get them on their spiritual path, which is what happened with you. And it's very, very interesting. I'd say eight out of ten people, that's exactly why sometimes that happens, to really help you to get on your path of self-discovery. So I've seen it over and over again that death really is uh, a gift, and we just have to have the courage and faith to open up that gift and see what's inside waiting for us. So sometimes it takes a traumatic event for us to get on the road. So I just wanted to make that comment. Well, a gift and a catalyst, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's funny because you said also, and Mari was born, and I I thought, no, Mari was just remembered because she's always been there, but now she's just recognizing her truth, who she really is. She's a soul having a physical experience, not the other way around. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Just came into my head when you were saying that because it was beautifully said. Oh, thank you. Well, okay, so let's talk about you. Let's talk about how did you get started? I mean, did you just come out of the womb? 
talk? I, I kind of did, actually. I kind of did. I've always been sensitive. I've always been aware of energy. Um, I've always been aware as a child seeing uh, waves of energy or lights around people. I used to see auras when I was a young boy, colors around people. And I noticed right away from a very young age that um, I would look at certain people and they these bright, beautiful, pastel kind of colors. And they were a very happy person. And I also noticed that there were some people who had darker colors of grays and browns. And the, the aura was very close to the body. And they weren't very happy. So I, I associated that right away. And I was also able to see things really before they happened. Uh, I remember the first grade I went to my school teacher and I told her um, that her son was hit by a car, but it's okay, he just broke his leg. And she said, you get back to your seats. And I was six years old. And ten minutes later, the principal came in and pulled the teacher out of the room and she came back subsequently. And she said, James, come here. And the teacher said, how did you know that? I was just notified my son was playing soccer and the ball went to the middle of the street and he was hit by a car, but he's okay, just broke his leg. And I started crying my eyes out thinking, I created that with that thought. And she said to me, no, 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 God, whatever word she used for six years old, she said, no, James, God created uh, people with these abilities or gifts and maybe one day you'll use them to help somebody. Something to that effect. And that was when I was six years old. And I would know when relatives were going to pass away. I would see my relatives after they passed away stand in my bedroom. Um, and I said to my mother one night, we're saying prayers before I went to sleep. And I said, Mommy, who are those people at the end of the bed? And she said, Oh, those people? You see them too? Those are God's angels. They'll always take care of you. I used to see them when I was a little girl too. So it's very much uh, runs in families, runs in genetics. My mother and my grandparents are that way. And I think I definitely came back to this earth to do this work. I think it's my, definitely my soul's mission. And it's proven that now after 30 years of doing this and mm-hmm. awakening people. Yeah. It's amazing. So, you know, I, I think one of the things that um, – Uh, people get confused about is what exactly is the other side like you know the the different you know is there a purgatory is there a heaven is there a hell you know what actually happens okay so there is another side or if you will uh it's almost uh, interdimensional different dimensions so we live in a three-dimensional world but just like around us there are different types of waves radio waves x-rays microwaves and they travel travel in the uh in the sky if you will the space around us yet we don't see them or feel them. And, and why is that? Because we know we have, like right now, radio. I'm talking the radio. You know, you can hear my voice, but it's not floating in the air. You can see it, same with television and so forth. It's because those that energy is attuned to a higher frequency, a higher level of being, if you will. So really, we can look at it this way, that we are all spirits or souls having a physical experience. So we are souls encased in a physical body, a shell. And at the time of death, what happens, the shell breaks down and the spirit is released. And you go to another level of awareness, another dimension, which is very solid, very real. There are gardens and there are houses and buildings, and it's a very solid, real, real world. And then you look back in this three-dimensional world to come back here, and this is a place which is not solid anymore. And that's our home. This is our schoolroom down here. This is a very temporary place for us to go through experiences. But our real home is the spirit world, which is... Some people are fourth dimension, a fifth dimension, a sixth dimension. It's another place of, uh, another space, if you will, that we share. Fascinating. And, so and you know, you create that based on how you live your life. Like the, the energy that you give out, the thoughts, the words, the deeds. And, you know, the Bible talks about the golden rule, which is very true. It's all energy. Energy, basically, are molecules that vibrate at a certain speed. 
Well, you create your atmosphere around you, your life right now. Like let's say we're talking about business people here because a lot of people are business oriented. So if you want to create certain goals to attain certain goals, you have to think that way. You have to create that way. You have to visualize yourself reaching those goals, living that type of life. And you can do that because you're God. Every single person is God. And God is creativity. God is creation. So you create your atmosphere, your environment with your thoughts. The same thing for the spirit world. When you pass out of the physical shell and go to that spiritual dimension, you go to a place, a land, a territory, which you've created, which you've made, really, based upon how you treated people, how you lived your life, the good things that you did, and the bad things that you did. And you will be in that space, which you've created. And you'll be judging yourself. <laughs> so that's a little bit of what it's about. That's amazing. So so how do I, – I know I have kind of my own – prescription of like my father who passed away and yeah. uh, my grandmother and my fiance and stuff and how they communicate with me i can feel like various signs i know like okay that's that if i see anything that's right. the army or something how right. how what's the um do you have any suggestions on how people can know that someone that passed away or crossed over is trying to communicate with them? Mari, I have many suggestions, and I've written many books about it, too. <laughs> People yes, can read I books, and, and I teach classes on it as well. Because so, um, you're very mediumistic, of course. Obviously, you know that. And everybody is different. So everybody is an individual. Therefore, the way spirit will communicate with you will be different. So uh, one medium might get names of people. One person might get sounds of people. Another medium may see visions. It really all depends upon the own individual and how they will receive spirit. And also how the spirit communicates. If the spirit very communicate, uh, do they communicate very well with emotion, or are they very closed down? Because that will translate when they try to come back. The easiest way for people to communicate with spirit is through the dream state. That's like the number one way, because the rational mind isn't playing. The rational mind, the critical mind, isn't in the in the on the way. So the spirit mm-hmm. can come right through. So pay attention to dreams and ask your loved ones to come through in the dreams. And don't try so hard. Just kind of release it and just let it be, and you'll see results. That's the number one way. And, of course, the second way, which I, I can't say enough about, is really meditation. And cl- closing down and going to the quiet of the mind, the silence of the mind. And start listening to your inner voice. And when you get in touch with that inner self, or the inner voice, you'll be able to hear uh, spirit much clearly, much more clearly. And also to differ- differentiate between your own information, which coming from your own ego, and that which is separate from you, from the spirit, you'll be able to differentiate between the two the more you meditate. So meditation is another very valuable tool in which. So to dreams and spirit. meditation are definitely <laughs> like the, the the more direct ways. Sure, and, sure, and there are other signs like they can come through with electricity. They can affect lights. They can affect car radios, music. They can affect cell phones. They can affect um, many many things. They also can send signs. Um, like apports thing appears, like a change in the floor, dimes and pennies and things like that. Or sometimes it can influence someone to say something, and all of a sudden they'll have a familiar saying that comes out, or many times they can project their image upon somebody. So when you're looking at someone, it looks like your deceased loved one. Yes, um, that happens. And yep. Not, yep, right? And there's another <laughs> way, smells and like perfumes yes. and tobacco and things yes. that you can associate, smells that you can associate the spirit with. They'll try to get through that way. It's really, really relies upon the the spirit themselves. How they, the most effective way they can get through. I've noticed a lot of like mentally, you know, um, advanced people, scientists, this uh, ilk of people, when they pass over, they tend to come back in more technical ways, like electricity, um, figuring things out that way. It seems that that's how they come through. So all different ways they come through. And as a medium, we really need to be open to all the different ways that they come through. 
You know, uh, is there? Uh, I found that when I was doing my when I'm doing mediumship readings, that there are certain people who can communicate from the other side much more easily than yeah. others. Yes, yes, very true. It's it's because the mindset of the spirit is very much involved with the mindset of the medium. So it really is mind-to-mind communication. Um, the brain dies with the physical body, but the mind is with the spirit. So the mind and certainly does, you know, your spirit is really communicating mind-to-mind telepathically. So um, if the person, the spirit, is in close proximity to the medium's way of thinking, their mindset, how they look at life, then it's a much more successful um, reading or a session. For me, personally, I have a good sense of humor. I love to laugh. I love to have fun. I don't take things <laughs> too seriously. And I find that the best spirit communication I can bring through are those spirits who had a good laugh, who had a good sense of humor, who showed yeah. a lot of compassion and emotion. The more emotion and the more of a sense of humor, the success rate is really, really great. Um, those who are very um, doubtful of this work, uh, very, very critical, um, maybe perhaps religious, some doubters, very difficult sometimes to bring them through. They tend to have to come through an emotional level, not in a mind, because that's the only way to get through to them. Just like on this earth, there are some people you can get through to and others just don't want to hear about it. They're very pragmatic. Same thing when you pass over. It's the same mindset. I've been in an auditorium doing um, demonstrations, and I swear to you, it's, it's so funny. I'm giving communication to several people in the audience, and I'll be very aware of a person or persons standing by the side of me, a spirit form. Once I saw this man folding his arms and another lady, she was looking at me very strangely, and they said, we didn't believe in this and we were alive. Why would we communicate now? <laughs> <laughs> so, they are what you think, what you create when you pass over. That the mindset, the belief systems stay a little bit intact with you when you first go over there. Fascinating. I, I, it, the whole process has been really fascinating. I want to ask you um, one of the things that I, I personally do in in my business planning is I will go into meditation. I will call on um, people like. Walt Disney, or if I'm negotiating, I mean, when I, when I was doing, you know, film financing, I would call on people like Walt Disney, or um, recently I've, I've been hearing a lot from Steve Jobs, and it's, and I know people are like, oh my God, if my mother's listening, she probably thinks I'm a nut, but, um, <laughs> but the thing is, it's been very, very helpful to be able to call on um, those who are in spirit who are, we're synergistic with what you're doing in your business, and I know that this happens with you because you've received messages from Michael Jackson and Johnny Carson. Mm -hmm. Edgar Casey, can you talk a little bit about accessing people like that to support you and maybe some? Sure, sure. Many people ask about guides. Like, what are guides? And guides are really those spirits who maybe they're in your family, maybe they're in a past lifetime with you, or maybe they're these beings who have never touched the earth. We all have different guides and for different reasons. Um, For instance, you have some guides that come to you just based upon a project you're working on. Let's say you're taking up oil painting. You've never done that before. Well, just by the thought, just by the action, I'm going to start oil painting. You're sending out a ray of energy. You're sending out a thought. And the spirit world around you will pick up on that. And they will come close to you. And there will be beings and people who will influence you to use those innate gifts that you have within you to create these works of art. So many times it's really if you will, lighting the candle within you, and they help you to do that. When I first started as a medium, I remember that there were several guides who came to me who were mediums when they were alive, and also there were scientists that came through to me, medical people, to work with the etheric body, to work and make sure the energy systems were working fine, to make sure that my adrenal system was working okay, and they're still with me. And I notice also when I do healing work, I do a lot of healing work, Many times it's been known to me, I don't even attempt to do it, but the, this beautiful green ray of healing energy comes in. 
And I was recently at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, and I did a healing uh, circle there. And I noticed that there was a very tall man with a white jacket. And I looked up and it was Edgar Casey, like you said. Wow. didn't expect that at all, but he worked through me. So many times when you talk about bringing through or calling upon these, these beings, these personalities, if you will, I agree with you. Like attracts like, and they will ignite within you um, the part of you that they can help you with. Um, sometimes they love they love the earth, they love being here, and they they want to come back in some way. Um, you know, Steve Jobs, I mean Walt Disney. Many times they want to come back and help people down here, and they do anyway. Um, there yeah. are many many beings who still hang out in Washington, whether they were former presidents. I know Abraham Lincoln goes there a lot. Benjamin Franklin, a lot of the old you know people, that, the ascendants that they're from those people, they talk about seeing spirits in the White House and Congress, and they still go over there and they help influence and to bring about the proper changes, the right way of thinking. And they work through, you know, the current senators and politicians, and it's always working through them. Remember, we're the manifest, manifestation of spirit. And I think that if you do things in the right way, from the right part of your mind and your heart, then you're really asking for the highest good in all things. I think you will get help with that. You know, for all things. I, you know, I just want to ask one more question. And I don't mean to go off on tangents. It's just leading me on to something else. No, no, I, I, I'm happy to go off on tangents with okay. you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll only go where we're meant to go. There we so, go. Exactly I, right. I, and one more thing, Mari, I want to say, which yeah. I love saying this because um, I use a lot in my classes. When anybody thinks of you, is none of your business. Because a lot of people in business and in, in living life, they really get caught up on should have, I should be this way. In order to be a professional, in order to be a success, I have to have X amount of dollars. I've got to be well-known. I've got to do A, B, and C to be accepted. That's not true because everybody is different. Everybody is unique. And each person will know their own truth, their own strength, their own power. So I always say what anyone thinks of you is none of your business because no one knows you as better as you know yourself. So always remember that. Everyone listening should live that. I love that. <laughs> Um, You know, I want to ask you just two quick questions, and then we're going to take a a short commercial break, and then we're going to start taking some of these callers because (laughs) Sam has been working really hard. (laughs) So I know some people get scared that there couldn't be going to be, let's say there's somebody in their house that they don't know, a haunted house, or, um, you know, they also get scared about potentially blocking the forward progression of their loved one's soul if they try to communicate with them, you know, right. um, in in this way. Can you talk to either one of those things sure. a little bit? Sure, I'll try, I'll try talking to both of them if I can. Okay. And, and, you know, and what I say is just really based on my experiences. So other people can have different experiences. But based on my experiences, I have found that there's nothing but love in the spirit world, that the higher intelligence of the spirit world kind of is really all there is. That, that That's the all. That's the one. That's that's the awareness. That's our home. This is not our home. This is just a separate little place we're here for just a little time. In the scheme of things, 70, 80, 90 years is nothing. So people should have a different perspective of looking down and seeing that they're really spirits having a physical experience and that really spirit is of love. And everything from of love, when you do something from love, it brings the vibration up to a higher level of frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, in the haunted house situation, you know, I, I do believe that there are people that pass out of the body at the time of death, and whether it's unfinished business, they hang out behind, they wait. There might be something which is not finished and completed, so that they're still hanging out. 
I would always say there's nothing to be afraid of because you're in control. No one can control you. If you don't let that up, that they can't get over on you. That's a misnomer. Um, you know, we did a lot of that in the ghost whisper, and people say, well, how can that be? And I said, well, it's entertainment, first of all. And <laughs> the idea is to frighten the person. That's why we're doing the show. But really, deeply, there was a spiritual truth at the end of every one of those shows, and that's the reason right. why I did it, because it leaves you in a much better place of hope and faith and love at the end of those shows. But you have to get people excited, to, and really, for the general population who don't know, know right. nothing about spirit communication, that was the way, the right way. But really, no one has anything to be afraid of as far as haunted houses. and fe- Everything is either fear or love. That's all it is. That's all there is in life. Everything is, life is a series of choices, and all choices are based on either fear or love. So are you going to uh, amplify the fear, or are you going to amplify the love? And for you to go to a haunted house, people go into these places that they, they feel, what you're doing is you're a beacon of light. And what you're trying to do is access those beings in there who might be lost, who might be in a sense of, I've got to stay in this area for a certain mindset. I haven't finished something. Or sometimes I have realized that there are some people who don't realize they passed out of the body. Seriously. Right. I've, I've dealt with that myself. So I, I know what that's like. And, or they don't want to move on, or they're afraid to move on because they don't want to go to hell if they go to the light. Well... As a spiritual being, as a spiritual light worker here on the earth, our job is to present them with the awareness, the knowledge, the power. Knowledge is power. So then we have to really study and understand the spirit world and the spiritual truth. And one of them is no one can be harmed if you don't let yourself be harmed. And the other thing about um, um, holding the soul back from communicating with them, is that correct? What I've, yes. Yeah. Yes. So many, many people think, it's a misnomer, think, you know, if I keep on thinking about my dead son, I'm holding him back from his spiritual progression. Nothing further from the truth. They have free will. They don't need you to hold them back. You're not holding them back. They can stay or they can go, and they do many times. I often, mm-hmm. the analogy I like to use is um, many times, you know, we get ready for dinner. We have a dinner date. We're trying to get ready and take a shower, and the, but the phone keeps on ringing. The phone keeps <laughs> on ringing. So it takes us out of the shower and our clothes, and, like, what's going on? The phone never stops ringing. Very similar. You know, when we're doing our jobs on the other side, whatever those missions are, helping other people, doing something creatively, whatever that might be, our thoughts come to them. They live in a mental world. That dimension, the other side, is made up of mental thoughts. And they'll receive your thoughts. They receive your prayers. They hear everything you are creating with your thoughts. So if the mother has lost a child, she's full of grief and sorrow, that's very much realized in the spirit side of life. The boy sees his mother's sorrow, sees that grief, feels her pain. But he's also trying desperately to let her know, Mom, I'm alive. There is no death. So he'll try any way he can. So the, the only thing is, you know, the child might have died once, but the mother dies over and over and over again because she keeps that death of the son over and over and over again. Kind of not fair to the spirit because they've had to the experience of death once. Why should they relive it over and over again with the mother's thoughts like that? So I say just be you know, responsible with your thoughts of your loved ones. Realize that they pick up on everything you're thinking. They love you very much. They feel your love, and they also feel your pain. But you know what? We're human beings too. And I think they understand that aspect of us, too. I think that's where it begins. Wow. Well, you know what? We are going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to start right away with taking your questions. So please don't hang up. You will be uh, hearing from my producer, Sam, uh, if you're on the line. So he just give him um, the information that he asked for so we can be all prepped for James. And we're going to get to as many of you as we possibly can. If you'd like to try to call in, it's 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So we'll be back in a minute. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back.
ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Hi, this is Dr. Dean here. Twelve years ago, I had everything that was supposed to make you happy in this reality, and I was still dying inside. So I told the universe, you have six months or I'm killing myself. Either things change or I'm out of here. A week after I made this demand, I saw an ad in the paper. It said, access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory, and it had this girl's phone number. To make a long story shorter, I had a session with the girl. It's called an Access Consciousness Bar Session, and it's a simple process of touching points on the person's head. For me, it was the first time remembering everything was okay, everything always had been, and everything always would be, and I never contemplated suicide again. One tool, one thing, a process that took about an hour, and it changed the energy of what I knew was possible. It changed my whole life. This is what I'd like to share with you. For the first time in years, I'll facilitate a one-day access bars class. On November 7th, you can learn this process with me in California, or you can join me online from your home anywhere in the world. Go to globalbars.com to learn more. Globalbars.com. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit 
thesacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. to the AHA Moments Radio Show. Tonight we're having a lot of fun talking with our internationally renowned number one New York Times best-selling author <laughs> and acclaimed medium James Van Prague. And we are going to take um, your calls. If you want to call in, it's 347-215-9485. Now, James, before we take the first call, let's because um, I know we're going to get caught up once we start <laughs> Let's talk about where people can reach you. I usually do this okay. at the end, but I just want to make sure that uh, people know they can reach you on, on Facebook. Um, Facebook, I do entries all day. Um, um, actually, I have Facebook on there right now up there, James Van Prague's fan page. And um, uh, I have a website, which is vanprog.com, that people can go on there. And um, I have a list of mediums that actually do private readings for people. I don't do private readings anymore. I do really group demonstrations, small groups. And um, but if people on the website they have resource, uh, they've got the three levels of testing. So they're very very good evidential mediums. So people can trust anyone on my website for sure. And then come to my um, demonstrations. I'm doing some New Jersey next week and Phoenix and also Boston. So oh. all that's listed on my website, bamprog.com. And also you have a cruise coming up, right? I have a cruise. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. That's right. <laughs> I have a cruise which is uh, an Australian March, and I'm doing this with uh, Mavis Patilla. And Mavis Patil is quite an amazing person. Um, she was a protege um, of Gordon Higginson. Gordon Higginson was the medium from the UK who started the Arthur Finlay College in, in England. Arthur Finlay College is like Hogwarts for mediums. It's where you uh-huh. go to study mediumship for many, many years and develop your abilities. And the best medium in the world is kind of Arthur Finlay. She's an honorary chairperson of, the, of that college. And I can say that I had a reading with her today, and they had a reading with Mavis, and she gave me details of things. Uh, it's amazing. The, what the dress was my mother was wearing at her funeral to uh, letters that just appeared yesterday, to all different types of things. So Mavis and I are doing a cruise in Australia, and um, we're going to be working a lot with uh, mediumship, bringing through messages, both how to recognize spirit signs, how to read the aura. Um, and I've seen Mavis do this where she goes into the embryonic state and she'll tell you exactly what the mother and father were thinking and what the spirit had to learn this lifetime and then wow. she brings it up to age 8 and then age 12 and age 20. And then we have the, she has the audience do it. The participants are going to do it. So all the participants in this crew is going to be doing um, these types of things and readings with each other and we're going to need messages. We're giving away 10 free readings with both of us. And so it'll be a great trip. It's on the website, um, but it's in March in Australia. And it's it's not that many people, so it's going to be pretty good. So for people who'd like to do that, it's a great opportunity to see the what best, maybe Patilla. Is it a week long, or is it it's, how many uh, days? I think it's 12 days. Wow, cool. And so it's Van Prague. It's P-R-A-A-G-H, right? Right, V-A-N-P-R-A-A-G-H. That's right, dot com. Oh. Dot com. Okay, cool. So you guys go to Australia. I, I, I want to look at that myself. Yeah, it's a trip of a lifetime. I've been to Australia for my fourth or fifth time, and I love it. The energy down there is so clear and pure, and the people's energy is just so, I don't know, I say evolved. But the kind of questions they ask me in the audiences are, what soul group am I with, and what star system have I come from? And it's like, wow, right. I think there are a bunch of aliens just didn't drop down there. 
pretty involved. So I, I love working in Australia, the energy in Australia. And many, many incredible things happen when you're traveling in water because water is a conductor of energy. So it's like a traveling seance. So weird things happen on these cruises. I've done about 20 cruises so far, and I love it. I, I, it's a good way of meeting everybody and connecting. And so I, I really, if people can do it, definitely try to. We have to happen to have a very large following from New Zealand and Australia. Well, perfect. perfect. Every section of New Zealand and Australia we have um, involved in, in our stuff. And I do a lot of readings um, for folks there. So uh, you might have some locals who want to get That's what we're trying for, locals, Australians, New Zealand. Yeah. And um, a lot of them that come to you later on say, I didn't know about this. How do you, well, here we are. We're promoting it now. So yep. that'd be great, really, Mari. That's Terrific. great. Wonderful. Um Okay, so let are you ready to do yep. some uh, yep. chatting with some folks? I am. Uh, tell let's let's just lay the the groundwork, little ground rules here, so that because we have a lot of people on the line, so we want to keep it as specific and succinct as possible, so James can be efficient with uh, helping you guys out. What information do you want to know? Well, well, in order to move this very quickly, I know you have a lot of callers, so we'll try to get through as many people as possible. And in order for me to connect right away, I usually would want would not want information ahead of time because I'd like to have spirit, the intelligence of spirit, give me it. But if we just get the name of the person they want to contact and the relationship, and then I can do the rest. Well, hopefully okay. spirit will do the rest. We'll see what happens. Okay, perfect. All right. All right. Well, first we have Rochelle from California. Hi, Rochelle. How are you? Hi, hi James. And hi Rochelle, how like, are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. I would like to contact my mom. Her name is Rose Marie. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, Rochelle, hold on one second. Um, let me just ask you something. Is she in? We're very weird. She, uh, the lady that stands next to you. There's a lady, a man, another lady. So I think it's a grandmother and someone from your father's side of the family, and then I believe it's your mother. But let's find out. Um, is she buried? Your mom, your, your uh, remains. Yes. Well, she's not buried in the ground. She's in a mausoleum. A mausoleum. Okay. And what is there when she passed away? Was I mean, when you were deciding about where to place her, what to do with the body, was there a change made? No. No. So the mausoleum was already picked out ahead of time? Yes. Okay. I don't know why, but something's about the, either the name on there or something was incorrect or something was not right at the time of this, I don't know, getting it set up there, she's telling me. And... um She's very, can I just say, she's a bit pushy, your mother. Uh, very strong-willed, can I say it that way. Very strong personality. And she knows yes. what she likes and she knows what she doesn't like. Understand that? Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like an iron fist to this sort of thing. Get it right the first time, okay? And I know very, very well that there's either a name with a junior next to it or there's something designated next to the name in the, in this, I don't know if it's a mausoleum or what it is, but where the name is. So, And I want to check and see if something was a misspelling. Very interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, there's no, there's no junior or senior or anything like that. Okay, who's is there a male that's buried below her in the mausoleum below? No. Who's where is she? Who's she by herself? She's by herself right now. Okay, is there another space then? There is. For your dad, space. is your dad passed over yet? Is he going to be? Is he still no. alive? He's still alive. Okay, so there's a, there's a place for your dad, correct? Yes. Okay, so I, I've got to tell you something, and then I'm going to leave you with that, because I'm not sure I understand or I'm interpreting it correctly. <clears throat> but I know that these either been talking about changing the placement, changing something, or I don't like the placement, or something is kind of strange, okay? And I want to ask you, was there a payment made recently on the mausoleum? Do you know if there was a payment or something? Um, no, they're all paid for. They're all paid for. Okay, so I don't know, Rochelle. I don't, I don't feel very strong about the connection, so I just I don't feel strong enough for the connection because that's the guy. I just got a lady who's very very strong personality 
And uh, was she a bit shorter, short lady? Yes, she was short. Because mm-hmm. I know I want to be taller than I am. And I know that my voice and my personality is much bigger than I am. You understand? And do you know if there was a male that passed over before she did, like a brother? Or um, she lose a brother father, early on? No, not her brother, but her father had passed away in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, mm. yep. And that is a real strong connection. I'm sorry, Rochelle. Okay, well, thank okay. you. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, Let's... sometimes it's a strong connection, sometimes it's not. So there are some things that come I... through, and the person understands it, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they've got psychic amnesia. Like, you know, your your husband's name is Tom. No, I don't know Tom. Oh, my husband's name is Tom. So that does happen, too. So you have to listen very, very carefully because they'll never say what you want them to say. They'll say what they want to say. So the personalities are really what we want to get through. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know that happens to me in my readings, too, so no yep. worries about that. Yep. Um, Annette in Oakland, California. Hi, Annette. How are you? Hi, Mari. Hi, James. I'm fabulous. Hi, Annette. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I love your energy. So the more energetic you are, the better the results. Great. <laughs> Well, the person we're connecting with, my sister Jeannie, Jeannie. Uh, my older sister. Okay, who passes with a cancer condition? Cancer? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my father. Mm-hmm. And was there trouble with him walking before he passed away? Could he not walk or was he in bed for a while before he passes? Yeah, he he it took he was sick for a long time, but I remember. So I know he, I know that this person is in bed or they're, they're laid up for a while, and I know they can't yeah. get around. They can't be mobile. So let me just see what I get here. Um, hold on, hold on. Did he have glasses to also? Yeah, he had glasses. Mm-hmm. Do you own his glasses? Oh my gosh. Um, I think you I, do. I think I you do. I think there's also a plastic bag. So, Annette, I think there's a plastic, I'm being shown a plastic bag, like a Ziploc bag, and I'm being shown some articles in there, and I believe some of them belong to Dad, and I think some might have a pair of glasses in there as well, okay? He's very much, um, was he very thin man before he passes over? He lost a lot of weight when he was mm-hmm. dying. Because I know that I'm thin, or I'm, I feel like I'm thin here. Not not bones, but I feel like I'm thin, and I feel I definitely can't eat. I feel like I'm liquid diet. I definitely, was, would the months of April be connected as well? I don't know if there's a birthday or anniversary of the April. Uh, I was I was born in April. Okay, because there's an April connection. Months from April, very, very clear here. And I also want to talk about something to do with trophies, which is very strange. But I see trophies in front of me, you know, awards or trophies. So I'm not sure if you have the trophy of his or trophies or something about a trophy. Very interesting. Huh, I don't know what that is. Okay. And let me ask you, is there a dining room in your place you live? Where I live now? No. Yeah. But was there a place you have a hutch? I had a hutch. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently downsized and let go of almost everything. Okay. Now, in that hutch, did you have other people's things? Yes. Oh, a butterfly just went by. There you go. You, sit, you think of your sister as a butterfly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, hold on. And does your sister have a son who's living? One of my sisters does, yes. Okay. Um, I'm concerned about the boy that's living, a son that's living. There's some concern around him, and they got to tell you that. And there's a Paul connection. I don't know who Paul is, but there's a Paul, so I know who Paul he knows. Is, Paul is one of my brothers. Okay, so Paul. So I know I want to this connection there. I don't know if Paul's been seeing him or he's been seeing Paul, but that's very interesting. Hold on, I'm just keep on going here. Now that that hutch, I'm going back to the hutch that you have. Now your mother, she's still alive. 
No, no, she passed um, she before passed. my father did, did. Did you have her hutch? Did you have was, her furniture? It was her father's hutch. Okay, thank you, because she's acknowledging the hutch. I don't know why, I mean, what is it? She's acknowledging this hutch, and it's very important to know it's from her or that family. It's very important, and she wants respect for that piece of furniture. And I had you got downsizing, like you said, but she's very respectful of furniture, table, chairs, the whole bit. And I know that that hutch included some articles of other people. She keeps on going on about that. Um, I know that your dad doesn't necessarily believe in life after death when he was alive, but he does now. Uh-huh. Okay? So I, I definitely got to tell you that. And I'm also being shown, um, interesting, um, did your sister, before she passes over, uh, was she in a state where I can't understand something or I can't see things? Oh, she was five years old. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm just going to say I can't see things. I'm not. I'm not very clear about it. So I'm not getting a real oh, whole lot of. Oh, she had problems with. She died having surgery on her eye. Okay, so she's lying oh. down, and I'm, I, I don't know if I'm just out of it. I'm just a bit out of it, and I don't know if something was named after me. So either someone was named after me. You know, when she passed away many years ago, yes, there must yeah. have been someone named with her name. Someone was named after her. Or, uh, another person with that. There, were, there was a cousin that was given that name, and it really offended my mother that somebody would use Jeannie's name. Because of her. Cause I know it's because of because, her. Yeah. Because she was deceased, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And um, just go back. She's really with your parents. Which I, I feel your mom and dad are much stronger. So your father is the strongest here, very strong. Uh-huh. Um, your mother then. But she's she's here, but she's not a real strong connection. But the dad is very, very strong. Because your dad is keep on telling me that he wants to... Thank everybody for helping him out, and I don't feel I'm really showing a lot of emotion when I'm alive, when I'm walking on this earth. I can't yes. demonstrate my emotion, um, my acceptance, my my um, love, but I definitely want to transmit that now. And it's very interesting because he wasn't able to do that when he was alive, but he definitely wants to do it now. He's always loved you, even though he didn't show it to you. Can I just tell you that? And I want to go to 17 years of age. So 17 years of age is significant. So I don't know if he bought you a car at 17 or there was a move out of the house or something significant happened with him and you at 17, but this is what he shows me. Okay? Wow. At 17 of my age. At 17, um, when you were 17 years old, Annette, when you were 17 years old, something... And he's taking, I don't know what he's thought about, something, there was a big change, there was a life change there. And who was married twice? Were you married twice? Yes. Yeah. I thought so, okay. Um, he keeps on going with shaping, he shaped He shaped the way you look at men, and there was definitely a mistrust of guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Mistrust of guys. And I know that there was some uh, financial problems with the first person. I know there was financial problems he's on about. And um, very interesting, your father's apologizing for not clearing things up before he died. I don't know what that means, but that's what he's saying. Oh. Does that make sense yeah. to you? Can you relate to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. And, yeah. And I know you tried doing the right thing for him. Are there three or four in the family? Are you siblings, three siblings, or three altogether? Three no, or four? No, there were, there were nine altogether. Oh, nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Nine altogether. So. Okay, I don't know why it's still three or four now, so I don't know what that means. There are seven um, living. Current. Seven living. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but he said you tried doing the right thing when before he passed away. You tried doing the right thing, but your voice wasn't heard. Ah, thank you, Dad. 
Thank it makes you. it makes sense, doesn't it? That makes huge sense. Yes. And yes, I just want to know like he's that. acknowledging that, and there was a fight before he passed away with family members and yes. siblings. But there was like major battles, and he's oh I see how things were spent. Oh, I got you. Okay, he's telling me how things were spent, how money was given out, how money was what was you know paid for this and the bills of that, and that's what he's telling me. You understand that? How, how the money was given out or done, dealt with, and um, yeah. I know you did everything from the right way, but there are others that were not doing it from the right space. You understand? Wow. Yes. Yeah. And that one I more thing, then I'm going to move on. Do you know about crossword puzzles or him doing crossword puzzles or the crossword? Crossword puzzles. What about them? Do you do that or did he do that? Gee, neither. I do it occasionally, but neither one of us. Something about the crossword puzzles. Huh. Or who does word word games or I don't know if you do them on a computer or the word, something word games. I don't know why I'm... She's showing me that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't know what that wow. means. Wow. So, well, there you go, my love. How's that? Well, that's fabulous. Thank you so much. Thanks, Annette. You're very Thank welcome. You. Okay, Marnie. Okay. Are you okay? Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. No, good. We're good. good. A lot of people here. Oh, we have a lot, a lot. Um, okay, it's like so a sea of people in front of me. I <laughs> and we we absolutely do. Um, there's somebody who's jumping off of my page here, so okay. I'm going to go with her name. It's Barbara in New York. And Sam, if you can get us Barbara in New York. Hello. Good evening. Hi there. How are Hi. you? I am very good, very happy to have my call taken. Thank you both. Thanks, Barbara. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. I'm I feel like to... I know you, and I don't know if I do, but I feel like I know you. Well, thank you. No, we've not met on the earth plane. <laughs> yeah, no, we've probably met in spirit for sure. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Barbara, let me just ask you a question. When is your birthday? March 25th, 1949. Okay, so let me just tell you something. And did you lose your dad? Yes. And your mom as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just go in because it's so interesting how I make contact with different people in different ways. And your energy is pretty open. So that, I like that, okay? Um, you know, we're just all just energy systems anyway. But when a medium can relate to the energy of the caller, let's say, because I'm tuning into your energy as you amplify your energy with the voice, which I hear, I also get a sense of it's almost like a flower just opening up. And can I just tell you, and I get very, very emotional when I tune into you, and I just get really, really, really emotional. So let me just tell you that. that and I'm going to cry, I feel like crying, because your dad is here and your mom is here, but the dad is coming through very strong. And I just want to tell you, when you're a little girl, you see things, you know things, you, yes. you have visions of things, and you're trying to tell everybody and they don't understand it. Yes. Okay? And I need to acknowledge from your father that you were right. Yes. I need to tell you you were right. And your mother's shaking her head, yes, 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 yes. And I need to talk to you. Did you talk to your grandma about seeing things or knowing things? Well, I remember asking people, did they see the light around people like I did? Okay. Because I get a grandmother who's putting her hand on top of your head. Now, did you know a grandmother when you were a young girl, like around four years old? I had both my grandmothers. One passed when I was six. Okay. So I want to go to a grandmother's house and was spending some time at her place. Yeah. I'm spending time in her kitchen, and I'm showing she's baking with you, or she's showing me, like teaching you, like you know, like people grandmas do. But I'm mm-hmm. there with you, and she's instructing you, and she's helping you're helping her cook. So this is a vision I'm seeing in front of my head. Can you recognize that? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I also want to go to a step ladder or a little ladder to the cupboard, a little kind of a step stool. And I'm going going up there and I'm opening a cupboard. <laughs> That's very funny. And this is what she's showing me. I also want to tell you that when I go into a living room, I have sit down in this big chair, and I have on the arms, there are those little, like, um, armrests yes, or doilies yes. that are on the right. chairs. You mm-hmm. understand that? Yes, I do. And she's telling me that you used to sit in those big chair, that big chair, and put your legs up and kick around like you're like a little girl kicking around. And she has that memory of you. And she gives you cookies at that time. And they're eat, I'm eating cookies in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three thirty, three fifteen, and she's bringing you like these milk and cookies, and she's just showing me this whole scene playing in front of me. And I hope you recognize that. Yes, I do. Thank oh, you. Good, good. Because I want to, I want to hold that memory deep in my heart because I know that this grandmother brings this very strongly as a memory. When spirits communicate, they communicate in memories. That's how they they come back, and they we we create these memories with our life and everyday life situations, and. Ugh, get emotional here with her as well. She wants to thank you for that and thank you for being a good little girl. Now, she's also given me a sense of a limp. So I don't know if she had a limp or was it someone else in the family around her who had a limp when they walked? Um, later, my mother did. Your mom did, okay. Because I know that there's a problem with them. I also going to ask you, did your mother have any hip problem at one time? She broke both of them. Okay, because I'm acknowledging the here that the hip or hip, yeah, hip problem. I'm hearing hip, and I'm hearing that very, very strongly, and I'm very, oh, very interesting. So she's moving forward, and I'm being told she's a strong, another strong one. And oh, very. Was she a New Yorker, too? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing New Yorker all of a sudden. A very strong New Yorker here. And um, she's telling me someone screwed up with the insurance when she was sick with her hip. Some, either insurance company messed up or something messed up with either. No, what she's referring to is last year I broke my hip almost at the same age that she did, (laughs) and I had no insurance. I had just lost my insurance. Okay, that's what it means. I don't know how to interpret it. So she said me tremendously in debt. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. So that's what she means. So I was like, what does this mean? And she just gave me the sense of they screwed up with the insurance when the hip thing happened. And um, you had to sell some things, too, didn't you? Did you have to sell things after that happened? Um. No, I lost, uh, well, I also, and after all of that, I also lost two jobs. So I lost oh, a lot okay. of no, no, income not, not, and took on all the debt at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just get more back here what she's on. I'm trying to unravel what her thought is here. Do you have a sister? Not, I never had a sister on this earth plane. Okay, I've had do, you, other do, you, do you have, um, oh, I don't know what she's talking about this. Did she have a sister, your mother? She had two sisters. Okay, good. And uh, one you get along with and one you didn't. <laughs> One I never met. I never met. One I did know, and I didn't like her. (laughs) Okay. And do you know about the Bronx? Would anybody have ties to the Bronx? Um, No. No, she was raised in the Bronx. Right. No, wait, wait. She's talking about the Bronx, so I've got to tell you this. I don't know about someone going to the Bronx on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday to the park there or some kind of a park or something up to the Bronx. So I'm not sure what that means. You don't understand that? No, I don't. I'm sorry. Okay, so let me send it back and see what she's on about here. She's talking about taking the train. Okay, go ahead, take the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you, got you, got you. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. She's very, I've got another personality with the same, so interesting how the, the callers are coming in here. Um, who's Ruth? Uh, Ruth was her aunt. Mm-hmm. Her she mother's spent time sister. with her, she said. And I know about the, what, dinner set, dinner set, plates and dinner set and china and all this sort of thing. So she's talking to me about all that. Um, interesting. And um, I'm going downtown, downtown. Gotcha. Who would go downtown to the east 
East, East, downtown East, East side? Well, my father worked in Lower Manhattan. Okay. He was an accountant down there. Did he bring you down there every once in a while to come to his office and go yes. do fun things? My mother was it? an outing. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. She would take it by the train or something down there to yes. his office. And yes. I know that there's an extra desk and an extra room, and they'd sit you at that to have fun and pretend. <laughs> yes, that would make sense, yeah. You understand? They show me an old, like a desk and an alcove or something where they put you there. And I'm looking through telephone books. Pretty interesting. Show me telephone books here. Now, I need to ask you this. It's very, very interesting. This is so funny because I don't know what this stuff means. Um, I'm seeing a sign and it says something to do with electric. So I'm not sure if there was a, a company, the electric company, or I'm sorry, the office that your dad worked. Was there a light bulb company or an electric store near him? Near it? No, do you remember he was, that? He was a partner in an accounting firm in a, in a big office building. Okay, so I don't know what this means. Sorry, hold on. Let's see what he's talking about. Your dad's coming next to your mother. Your dad is very detailed. You see, this makes sense as an accountant because he's very detailed. Your mother is quick to judge. Your mother is quick to quick to say things. And your, mother, your dad holds, holds back a little bit. Yeah. But he's very methodical in the thinking. He's very black and white. He's very methodical. He'll tell you yes or no, and he'll be very honest. Okay? Where your mother kind of like jumps in and says something, and then later says, whoops, I shouldn't have said that. Right. Okay? right. And would you know the month of August, meaning a birthday, please, or an anniversary or birthday with August? Um, I was married in August, and my daughter, her granddaughter, was married okay. in August. Okay, great, good. Go on, go on. A lot of stuff. Who's the Jewish background? Who was a Jewish background, somebody? Um, I care took a, a lady, a Jewish lady, for 12 years. Can I just say thank you from her? Yes, I just am waving at you. I don't know if she was in a wheelchair at one point. Yeah, at the end she was. But I'm pushing Very her around, and she's yeah. remembering of pushing her around in a wheelchair. And I get my legs roll. Mm, I feel almost like black and blue, or my my oh, yeah. van, van, varicose veins. And I, I just feel like I really hurt. My legs hurt me, and I feel like I can't get up. And I feel like my family has disowned me in a way. Yes, and I feel yes. like you look after me. Yes. And I I need to thank you for taking care of me. And she's putting her hands together, like she's clasping her hands, and she's looking up at you, and she's thanking you so much. I Do you understand? That. Thanking you so much, and she's thanking you for the flowers you brought her one day. You brought her yeah. flowers, and yep. it really enlightened her day. She's telling me it really enlightened. Her. And she said you could, oh, interesting. You combed her hair or brushed her hair one day. She remembers about her hair, uh-huh. and she's thanking you for doing that. And do you know if she had a scarf that she gave you? Um, she did give me a couple of gifts. I, mm-hmm. I'm not. She's sure showing me a white box, and I'm opening it up, and it's a beautiful like scarf that you put around your your, your head or your neck. And she's showing, she's showing this to me. She's giving this to you. And um, I want to talk about Sunnyside. Now, I know Sunnyside is in Queens, but for some reason I'm talking about Sunnyside. And I don't know what this means. I'm not sure it's her or somebody else around you. But Sunnyside, does that mean anything to you? Um, honestly, no. No? And what about Sunnybrook or Stonybrook? And Stonybrook is on Long Island. Would you know anything with that? No. Sunnybrook, Sunnybrook, no, Sunnybrook, no, no, it doesn't stand. No, okay, hold on. James, I hate to say this, but we're running out of time. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Robert, watch your eyes. I don't know if you just change your eyes. Are there some of the eyes coming up with you? you? You just have an eye checkup? Um, my eyes are itchy from allergies. Yeah, you got the eyes. Get your eyes checked, please. Nothing bad, but you could get them checked. Be told screaming at me. My mother behind my head. Okay, I'll leave with that, Barbara. Thank you, James. Thanks, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye.
<laughs> so, like you get on a roll and you're getting in there, and we've got to, you know. I know, I know. We've got a zillion other people. I just want to, um, I want to see if we can take one more. Okay, and if they could um, be also intuitive questions if they want. They don't have to be dead people all the time. They could be okay. general things as well, and that's fine. Yeah, if you guys want to ask, uh, do you want the name of the person and the question they want to know? Or or, or yeah, just their name and the question, that's fine. They can tell me the question, too, if they'd like. Okay. If you can hear their voice, that's uh, fine. Somebody else jumped out of the list here, and that was Rosemary in New York. <laughs> okay. Hi, Rosemary. Sam, Hello. Hi. Hi, Rosemary. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, my, I'm just so shocked that I was the last one that you took, and I've been sitting here waiting and waiting. <laughs> how can I help you, sweetheart? Um. Well, um, I'd like to say that... You've had a long time to think about it. <laughs> yes, well, I've been stressing out about it, but um, because speaking to you is like almost speaking to God to me. No, I appreciate you and your talent, um, talking to heaven and all that. Um, uh, I just want to know about my brother... Uh, who passed away some years ago. Um, I, okay, I just give me his, his name, okay, Rosemary? Uh, Vincent. Well, we it's, called him Vinny, but... It's, okay, and just turn your radio down a little bit, okay? Yeah, I'm sorry, I just turned oh. off... Uh, yeah. Okay, was he... Did he have a smoke cigarette? He didn't, but he quit at a certain time. He said Right, so it in was his earlier life, he did smoke cigarettes, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, and when you're younger with him... I'm talking young. Did he share a cigarette with you, or you go behind the building and have some cigarettes? Um, but you remember that. No. I, you don't I know that. Okay. That. Uh, that would say that would be more with my sister, but not with my brother. Okay. Would you it ask her about that memory? Because that's a memory he has about smoking a cigarette. And who is Frank, the name Frank? Well, Frank is my father and also one of his son's. Okay. Was actually born. So this would be Frank in the spirit world, which would be your dad? Uh, no, my no. father's still here. Um, so who's in the spirit with that name, Frank? Um, maybe my uncle, my great uncle. Mm-hmm. Well, he knows that he's, uh, he's in the spirit, he's not in the world, he's, he's not in the lifetime, he's here in the spirit world. So I know about that. And um, hold on one second here. Mm-hmm. Your your brother is um. Did you not speak with him for a little period of time? Um, no, not at all. Just that he, you know, moved to a different state and had New Jersey. Anybody from New Jersey? Thing. No, I have family in New Jersey, but not right. anything to do with him. Okay, but you have family in New Jersey, so he knows about yep. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. And you have your dream? Have you had a dream of him? He keeps on giving me a, a sense to tell you that I'm coming in your dreams, that we communicate all the time in your in the dreams, in the dreams. And he said you visit him on the other side of life that way. And um, I need to ask you one more question, then I know Marnie wants to take a break. Uh, was he in the military at one point in his life? Oh, no. Or was, not, was he not able to be drafted, or was there a problem with the military or something like this? No, I don't. I don't recall him ever. Okay. Who in your family that passed over was in the military? Please. Um. Was there World War Two? Someone connected with World War Two passed over. 
No, actually, I asked my mother recently about my grandfather, and no, no, nobody that I can. Okay, great. The, the the man that came, the, the Uncle Frank. Um, would you find out if he ever was in the military um, when he, when he was alive, please? We mm-hmm. can find out about that, okay? Because I know there's a picture that exists on the Earth that has his photo in it and in a military uniform. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, we always did have pictures of my great uncle Frank, um, always looking snazzy and stuff. But um, not sure if he. Was. I know you could ask his kids, his relatives, about something with him in a uniform because I know that's what I'm being shown here, and I'm being shown a black and white photo, and I'm being shown it's bent in half, so there's definitely an indentation in the middle of it. Okay, honey? Okay. And um, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, but as far as my brother or anything with that, I mean, that's the main purpose of me calling. <laughs> I'm sorry? As far as my brother, is that anything you can relate to me? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. <laughs> sorry, Rosemary, what did you mean by that? I'm sorry. Uh, my Have brother. you had dreams of your brother? Oh, yes. Uh, okay, yeah, yes on that. Yes, occasionally. Right. But I, I'd like to know, you know, a little in-depth uh, information. Okay, one more thing. The lady before you, we talked about her eyes, but I want to go to your eyes. Are you wearing glasses right now? No. Okay. So I'm not good with that one. I don't know why it's in glasses here. Um, did your brother have glasses? Nope. Nope. I'm sorry, I can't. That's, I'm not getting a strong connection. So pay attention to your dreams, okay? Thanks, Rosemary. Okay. Well. <laughs> Some people it's really straight up, and other people are like pulling teeth. I know. <laughs> oh, that happens. I, that happens for all. I believe me. <laughs> That's the fun I of it. That's, you never know the roller coaster ride. You get people like, yeah, can they materialize in front of me? Oh, no. I know. I know. It's exactly. fun. Exactly. So I we have a lot more people, but we're Good. also like um, <laughs> running out. And we can. I mean, I'm fine to extend a little bit. Are you okay to? Oh, uh, sure. I'm. I'm doing nothing but your show right now, and I'm just oh, tuned in. Oh, so that's fine. Okay. I can continue being tuned into Spirit. That's fine too. Okay. Fantastic. Good. Because I'm. So then I'm officially. Uh, I, I asked my producer. I'm like, do you have something else to do? Can we extend this a little bit? Because we have. Uh, I. I actually. Book more time for the show tonight. So great, perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so as long as we're all in in uh, uh, together on this, then cool. Um, I am seeing Maria in Canada, who's contacting, who would like to contact John. Um, jumping off of my screen here. So Maria, are you there? Let's see. So it's very important when we do it, when this type of work, we're working like this, that the person who's going to try to make a contact speak up very loudly so we can actually hear the vibration of the sound of their voice. And that, in a way, is an indicator to the spirit world that you're ready, you're here, and you're ready to receive. So in order to make it happen, it's a medium, it's a spirit, and it's a person receiving. So that's a triangle. So so I'm with Marie. Are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Ah, that's lovely. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh, good. In the, in the queue, so. <laughs> Great. Marty, you good, Marty? Yep, I'm good. Okay, great. Go Marie, how can I help you today? Oh, hello. Yes, hello. I was saying hello to both of you and thank you, but I guess you weren't hearing me. Um, John is my father who passed away a couple of years ago. Okay, very and good. it would be 
just so great. Okay, let me see what I can get if I can get him for you, uh, please. Um, There's definitely more than one person around. There's a lady also coming in here, and I think she's tied to your mother. So there's a connection with your mother. So I believe it would be her mother, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, it could be. Okay, and who was the sewer? Did she ever sew things, sew dresses, or put garments together? Uh, would that be, yes, that would be my aunt. Your aunt. And I know that uh-huh. I'm a very smart dresser. I know that I'm a smart dresser, and I like to put the outfits together that match. I can just yeah. tell you that. And she brings roses to you. So I'm bringing you roses. And this lady who comes in definitely would know you. She'd be on your mother's side of the family. She's a lady that's, um, can I just say, uh, manners. She has a lot of manners. She's very well spoken. She's very well we say turned out, you know, she 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 looks yeah. very nice and and manners uh, very impeccable, a very strong etiquette this lady has, and um, she has um, uh, a lot of prestige. Can I just say it that way? And um, I see pearls around her neck. She's wearing beautiful jewels. And even if she doesn't have the uh, finances here, she makes the best of everything she has. Would that make sense to you? Yes, totally. That's my mom's sister, and I Fabulous. Love her. Okay, good, 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 good. Very good, Marie. And um, I need to speak to you about rings, different rings, and I'm not sure if there's a diamond ring or there was a, a stone fell out of the ring or something and you're trying to get it repaired. Would that make sense to you? Okay. Um, I'm going to see if my one of my aunts left a ring, maybe. Great. And where you live right now, in your place that you live, would you have some kind of, um, would you have two jewelry boxes? Yes, I do. Thank you. So if you looked in one of those jewelry boxes, I know one is bigger than the other one. It's significantly different in size. And I know that if I open one of those boxes up, there's a ring in there, maybe several, but there's one ring in there. And I want to tell you that there's a stone. I'm not sure it's a diamond. I think it is. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I definitely feel it's loose. It's kind of loose here. So she's referring to this ring in the box that's loose. So it would be your ring, okay? Okay. Isn't that funny? Um Okay. Uh, hold on, let's do it. Right, right. Your mother's still alive on the earth, is she? Yes, she is. Okay, but I just get from this lady, uh, she talks about your mother, and she said your mother's not in good health. So i got to tell well, you that. She, she said, I'm worried about her, she's concerned about her, and she's concerned about her mind or her head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and um, okay. isn't that interesting? Whose birthday is in March, or con- connection with March? My birthday is in March. Okay. She's talking about birthday March and was saying happy birthday March, even though it's not that time here with us, but she's talking about the March birthday. And um, I keep on seeing her next to a man who's in a tuxedo. So I'm not sure if that's her husband over there with her, but definitely a man with a tuxedo, and I've got to give this to you. Um, and who was Catholic? Was your father Catholic? No, they nope. were Orthodox. Orthodox. Okay. Yeah. Was there a cross with Orthodox? Is there some kind of a cross? Yes, there is, yes. It's an ornate sure. cross of some kind? An eight cross? Eight. An ornate? Ornate? Uh, sure, yeah, a lot of, sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, would you, okay, hold on. Let me just get your dad here. He's coming with his aunt lady, and someone named Margaret is here. Named Margaret. Hmm. Maybe. Um... Margaret, to write that down, would you please? Okay. Well, you have a lot of women around you too, and I do feel it's like uh, on your mother's side of the family, now your dad's side. I feel like uh, uh, John's mother is here as well. Yeah. Uh, want to wave say hello? And who went to France? Would there be some connection with someone going to France on a trip or something to do with France? 
Well, I had cousins that had gone to France, but now they're back. Okay. So would they have spoken to you about their trip to France? Um, When they came back, they did, but right, not right, recently. Right. It wasn't and, recently. Good. So the one that went over there to France and who spoke to you whatever, a year ago or whatever it was, did they lose their mother or was there a lady who that one of them related to that passed over? Uh, no, that particular cousin, her mom is still alive. She's actually 101 right now. Oh, my goodness. There's definitely some lady here talking about the trip to France. And she said, where are the trip to France? And she said, we're her relatives. I don't know who that would be. Um, and I want to talk to you about your father here. Was he in a bed when he passed away? Yes, he was. Okay. And was yes. it a hospital setting? Yes, it was. Okay. And I want to go to the, to the right side of his body at the bedside, and I want to hold his right hand. Okay. okay. And, and I want to say it's okay. And I'm also getting a vision of very much of um, either touching the top of my head, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm touching the top of his head, and I'm trying to assure him it's okay. Would you understand that? Yes, absolutely, yes. Great, Marie, great. Because I just got to get this from this man. The feeling he gives me is you're on the right side of his bed. I'm petting the top of my head. He cannot communicate. He can't speak because I'm trying to get a voice from him, and he cannot speak. He cannot communicate to you, but he feels everything. You understand that? Yes, I was with him the last two okay. weeks of his life, yeah. Perfect. And who is it, William or William or Bill or William? Um. Because one of the people that come when he, before he passes over, and I'll tell you that this man is very aware, oh, it's hard to say earth time, like a week or two before that there are definitely people visiting him in his room where he's laid down, where he's laying out. And he's definitely yes. seeing spirits. He's definitely seeing this. He knows that he's in between worlds. Can I say he's in between worlds? Because they come into consciousness and they go out of consciousness. He comes into consciousness and goes out of consciousness. And I'm very aware there's one of the men that comes there is a, a William, and there's another named Robert. And he's telling me they come to get him. And I know that these people he must have worked with at one time, a long time ago. And I also want to ask you who had ties to some kind of a factory or a warehouse? Um, factory or warehouse? Well, my dad was in Europe, so they were like in a farm setting. Okay, I'm great. not sure. I have to. I have to think of that. Was Good. it? So, um, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I Actually, know one I'm... of his cousins. One of his cousins was more of an entrepreneur, and he had come to see him in the hospital. Is that what you mean? No, this is someone who's passed in the spirit world. Oh, so the I spirits see, that came to get him, and there's definitely oh, a connection at one time with an assembly or a factory or or this type of a thing. I know that. I'm I'm definitely in my 40s here, in my 30s, and I'm having, um, yeah, two girls. I'm talking to two girls, two girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to thank you for taking care of him. Thank you for taking care of me. He's on a, Thank you for taking care of me. Um, oh. He has a full head of hair. So funny. He has a full head of hair. <laughs> for some reason, he wants to tell you that. I got to tell you, was his father not with him when he was living? Was his father away? Was there not a connection with his father? They didn't have a very, very close connection. He mm-hmm. was closer with his mom. Okay, because I need to let you know he's having a, um, a, a connection with his dad now. He's working on the other side of life with the connection with his father, making okay. that happen. And there's someone who used to make things out of wood. I'm not sure the carpentry or create things from either cutting things and putting together like cabinetry or making things with wood. Okay. So maybe one of be. his maybe one of his uncles. Yeah, an uncle maybe perhaps. So you have to check that out. But definitely work with my hands. My hands are all calloused. And um, Marie, do you have a, a statue in your house, a religious statue or something with a candle or um I have um 
a thing that my grandmother, or my dad's mother had given me. It's like a cross. It's like a glass bottle and there's a Great. cross well, that's inside. Great. That's the ornate cross that we were talking about earlier, okay? So that's the oh, an ornate cross that we're talking about. They're referring to earlier or the ornate cross. That's what okay. they're talking to me about. And I don't okay. know if you have it out on a dresser or a table. but I, I wanna, do. I do. Thank you. Because I want to acknowledge that that's there, and I want to acknowledge thank you for speaking to us in, at that site. So when you look at that cross or when that area in your house, you're acknowledging them. You're talking to them in your mind. Would that make sense to you? Yes, absolutely. My grandmother's, yes, yes. Thank yes. you, because she's acknowledging that, but they're all acknowledging that. They all come in here like that. And even that lady with the sewing, with the aunt with the sewing, I get that as well, and acknowledging acknowledging that. Um, you, you've done quite well, and, you know, you're very good at poetry. I do write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to give you the flourishing and the beautiful flowers and the expressions, and they're trying to help you with that. Oh, I, I would appreciate on all their help, and I want to really, really give them my love. I love them all dearly. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So okay. is my dad okay now? Yes, yeah. hold on one sec. I just want end. to tell you about your dad. He's telling, talking about looking at the stars. Something, he's looking at the stars. Um, something about a poem about the stars, he's telling me. The stars looking oh, yeah. down, and he's talking about the stars with faces or their eyes or something with stars. And he's talking about writing this down, or something about your writing was about the stars. That's what he's referring to. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. So look and see in your pile of uh, poems or something, or something about the stars, because he's referring to that. He said to me, you start things, you write things, then you don't finish them. You get halfway through, and you don't finish. <laughs> he's so right. But I, I have changed that, and then I'm actually working until I finish my projects now. Perfect. Okay. Yes, very, very good. Great advice. Great advice. I, I and look for the pile of planet stars, the poem on stars. Okay, I okay. will. So, so thanks, Marie. I, I yeah, it's a very, I get very much of an appreciation. <laughs> okay, we've got to go. And just stand in front of that cross and listen to them because they speak to you. Then. Thank James. you, sweetheart. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, I think we'll have time for one more quick. Sorry, one. it's for, it's. I'm sorry. Quick. It's just, Okay, quick. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh, you're so generous. That's the thing. I, that's I, well, once I'm you get stuck. going, you can't yeah. stop because you really want the evidence to come oh, in. It's absolutely. Difficult to, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's see. Um, Nancy in Oregon. Nancy in Oregon. Let's see if um, you're still on the line. Did we lose Nancy? There's so many people. Oh, my goodness. I think, I think. We want to pick somebody else out. Yep, we're going to pick somebody else. Okay. Um, where am I? Okay, I was just looking down. It's Keisha in Pittsburgh. Hi, Keisha. Hopefully you're there. Did we lose her too? We lost a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. I think then we have Jennifer in Boston. Jennifer? Hi. Hi, Hi Jennifer. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hi, Hi Jennifer. I'm dying to talk to you. Hi. Don't die, please. There's enough dead people around me. I don't need another one. That's okay. <laughs> I'll be in Boston a couple of weeks, Jennifer. I know. I was supposed to go, and I don't have a babysitter now. Oh, well, just put out of the universe. Maybe someone will come in to help with the babysitting. But I'll be there at the Wilbur Theater in a couple of weeks. So, yep. Just so um, you know, Five minutes, just just. You oh, know. five minutes. Okay, give me the the name of the person you want to contact or what you want to ask me. Um, I, I would like to contact my husband David. 
David, okay. And um, how long ago did he pass? Um, 18 weeks today. 18 weeks, oh my God. Did he have blue eyes? No. What color were his eyes? Brown. Brown, okay, hold on. Let me just check, check this out. Gotcha. You have his ring? Um, I can't find it. Did you have some of his ring? You you kept the ring, but I guess something happened to it, but you had his ring, right? Right. Okay, and what happened with a plumbing situation recently? Um, nothing that I can think of. Okay. He keeps on talking about plumbing here. Plumbing, plumbing, plumbing. So the water. <laughs> he's talking about plumbing. He didn't mean to go so quick, he said. Hmm. Right. Is he in a grave? No. Did you have his ashes? Yeah, I have his ashes. Okay, do you not sure what to do with them? Or do you know what to do with them? You want to do something, disperse them in different ways or something? Hold on. And do you want um, to wear, did you think about wearing something or of his or, hold on, some of his ashes he's talking about. He's goofy. Can I just say he's very goofy? He's goofy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. His personality comes through very goofy. He tells a lot of jokes. He's uh, uh, um, He likes to play practical jokes all the time. And he does it in the car. And he's taking his finger and he's like, he's, he's funny with his fingers at your head. He's trying to knock some sense into you, he said. Knock some sense <laughs> into you. Okay, that's the term he's using. Knock some sense into you. And that's what he's saying to me. Would that make sense to you? Knock some yeah. sense into you. Yeah. Yes or no? Yes, definitely. Okay, good. Just a yes or no really quick so we can get through this. Um, there are two rooms. I'm going to say about two rooms. So I'm either sitting in one television room and there's a living room where there's two, like, sitting rooms. Would that make sense to you in your place now? Yes. Okay. So I want to tell you that I'm sitting in that chair across and I'm watching you. And I don't know if you used to get caught in that sports thing or watching a big TV. I'm seeing a big, big TV here, and I'm there, okay? I'm also okay. going to tell you there's changes we want to make in the house, and it didn't come to fruition. you understand that? Yes. Okay, and I'm still there. I want to talk about the back area of your place, and there's something in the back. I'm not sure if it's a backyard or back area where you live. Does that make sense okay. to you? No. Okay, would you live in an apartment? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a patio? Do you have a deck? Uh, no. Oh, you don't. Okay. So where do you go in the back and talk to him? Because he said you go in the back and you speak to him. I don't. I haven't really left my house. Um... Okay. So I don't know why, but he's showing me you're walking outside. And I think I'm in the back of that building or I'm back somewhere, and I'm just walking, and he's right next to you, and he said, I'm talking to her all the time. I'm screaming at her. I'm screaming at her. That's the word. He's like, screaming and saying it like that. I'm screaming at you. Italian, by the way. Who has an Italian background? Who, me or him? Who has an Italian oh, I'm sorry. background? Me. Okay, right. Because he's usually an Italian, like really trying to get through to you. What's wrong with you? This sort of a thing. <laughs> okay. And uh, I just get over and over again. Um, oh, God, how funny. He kisses you every night in the bed. Every night in the bed. And you say, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> you're pushing his hand away. You're using your hand. You're get out of here. Get out of here. And I don't know if you're watching Long Island Medium, but he said he's been watching it with you. Yeah, I have been. <laughs> he said well, you've been watching Long Island Medium. He's been watching with you right next to you on your shoulder. And he keeps on snapping his fingers at your head. Like he's like he's, sna he's smacking your head a little bit. Okay? okay. And um, he hasn't forgotten you. He, loves, he blows kisses, blows kisses, blows kisses to you. Okay? So okay. blowing the kisses. I know you're looking up to heaven. You're blowing kisses at him. Would that make sense to you? It does. Okay? And he kisses him back. And I want to talk about a balloon. So I don't know what this balloon significance of the balloon is. But he's talking about a balloon, and he gives me a lot of love with the balloon thing. I hope that makes sense to you. I hope, but does it make sense to you? The no. Balloon? No. 
Mm, I know what this no. means. What is a balloon? Was a balloon? Balloon? Got you, got you, got you. Right, got it. Thank you. Um, did he ever go to the? Did you ever go to the seaside or the, the ocean at all after he died? Oh, Thank you. Would you have had a memorial or uh, said prayers to him at the ocean after he died? No, I haven't okay. really left my house. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. He's showing me a scene, and there's the ocean in front of me, and I'm saying nice things about him, and I'm at the ocean side. So I don't know who in the family did that, but you'll have to find out because someone in the, someone related to him was standing in front of the ocean. I'm sending out thoughts. I'm also going to tell you there's definitely an, a balloon somewhere with somebody, and I don't know why, but he's just showing me a balloon. I've got to give that to you. Sorry. And um, did you used to cook a lot for him? No, he used to do most of the cooking. Did he like? Did he make lasagna? Yep. That's his favorite meal. <laughs> He's making this, and I like going to go to the shop and get the meat. Going to the meat department or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you have his jacket? He Thank kept you. his jacket. You're wearing his jacket. You have it hanging up there, correct? Mm-hmm. And there's a closet right there, and I know his jacket's hanging there, and it's like a mixture of fabric and leather, and I'm definitely that. And I have baseball cap or a, a caps of his. You understand that? No, he didn't okay. wear that. No, no one has a baseball cap of his. Okay. No. Okay. And is there anyone named Mickey or Mikey? Mm, no. 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 And it's well, Michelle. I need to say, but we're running out of time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. One more thing going. So you're not alone, okay? You're not alone. Don't feel so alone. And stop smoking the cigarettes. You understand? Okay. People sitting at that table smoking those cigarettes. Stop it. You understand that? Exactly what I've been doing. I know. Showing me it. Showing me it. He wants to stop smoking the cigarettes at the damn table. There are two ashtrays on the table, by the way. Yes, not there one. Is. There are two ta- two ashtrays. He shows you two ashtrays. I know. He shows me that. All right? Just to so know he's around. Okay. And feel the back of your head because he's snapping his fingers at the back of your head. You're definitely going to feel it. Okay, okay, but please stop the smoking the cigarettes, all right? Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for calling in. Okay, well, Mr. James, this has been amazing. Well, it's fast and furious. Unfortunately, it takes time to connect, and, you know, to do it so quickly is difficult sometimes, but because when you get someone and you make that connection, you want to build up the connection, so. Right, absolutely. It's fast and furious, but it is what it is. <laughs> it, you know what? All is all is well, and I am just so honored and grateful that you came by and sat with us today, and we, uh, and so many people did get to chat with you, and I'm, I'm excited about that. So Well, hopefully from their, their experiences, other people can relate to it, and, and hopefully it'll help them as well. I'm sure, I'm sure. And I want to just remind everybody of your website and um, and your Facebook page. So it's vanprague.com, V-A-N-P-R-A-A-G-H.com. And what are you on Facebook? like Facebook.com slash what? Yeah, James Van Prague. It's a fan site, so I think it's James okay. Van Prague, yeah. Okay, cool. And I have so, also the Australia Cruise on there, and that people want to know more about that, they can go in there as well. Yeah, and if you guys want readings from some James-approved mediums, then... Uh, yeah. Very true. As well. And so, all my dates are on the website as well for people to come see me and share some time. Yeah, I would love I would love to have you back. And, okay, no problem. We'll do it again. Thank yeah, you, Marnie. We'll do it again. And I'm really, really excited to have had you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Oh, and I know we did there's a lot of you who we did not get to uh to, to chat with tonight, but thanks for tuning in. Don't give up. You can always, you know, I will say this. You can call in 15 minutes before the show starts. Um, and we try to take on a first come, first serve, unless Spirit guides me to pick a name 
um, as a few of them did tonight, they, a couple of them really jumped off the page and they said, please take this one, please take this one. So, that's I, how you're led, sure. That's how you're yeah, led. I follow the energy. But um, also, Marnie, if they want to contact me, if they want to go to my website, it's put their email address on there. I will send out details of where I'm going to be, what radio show I'll be on, how they can see me in the future. If I do do private readings, which I might start actually, um, I might start in December to do private readings. Okay. So if they put their name on the email list, I'll get through to them and let them know. But that's, that's probably the best way. Okay. Just go to my website and register the email list, their email name. Very cool. So vanprog.com. All right, you guys. So we have come to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. And this has been probably the longest show we've had. (laughs) Very, very cool. So I'm glad that we, uh, something told me, add some more time to today's show. Um, So, you guys, we will see you next week, same time, same place. And in the meantime, you know what I always say at the end of every show, and that is you can truly have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this energy, anything is possible. See you next week, everybody. Have a great night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.